Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. Welcome to Spark of Rebellion, the weekly Star Wars show brought to you from a stormy galaxy far, far away. Today, this is, of course, the weekly Star Wars show for the veterans, for the noobs as well. If you're a noob, an N00B, it's fine. You're welcome. All are welcome, in a way, except for the person I'm going to bring on. Get a little bit sick of him. A little bit tired of him. He's drinking his tea, looking all sassy. Got a bit of pink jumper on today. Keeping it cosmopolitan, despite the stormy weather. I'm going to bring him on in just one second. I'm going to make you wait a little longer because he's itching. He's itching to talk. I can see him. Don't shake your head. He is. He is. I'm going to riff. We've got news today about comic. We've got news today about TV and movies. We've got news today about VHS and we've got news today of course about what Gary's drinking it is a star of the show I've built him up enough I've left him hanging on a thread for long enough now and I'm wondering if I can get to five minutes without bringing him in no he's looking upset now here he is the man the myth the, one sec the phone's ringing that's it right the man the myth, the legend, Gary Aylett. All right, mate? Before you say anything. No, I'm That's joking. why I didn't say anything. I knew you were going to do that. I just knew it. I, I could see it. What a dick. <laughs> You've travelled down that path too many times. It's expected now. Yeah. Boy, you cried wolf. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that, Star Wars listener. That's just, uh, that's a pre-roll. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. No, that I can do my usual if you want. Attack. No, 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 no. Yeah, a little bit. Um, no, what I could do is do what I normally do and bring you on. That's I can try that. Yeah, no, I'll do yeah. it if you want. Here he is. The Wookiee who likes the Nookie. <laughs> he's all hair and no face. That's right. He's putting the sand back into Crescenton. It is Mr. Gary Aylett. All right, is that better? Didn't do it that time. All right, yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm very good. All oh, the bants, eh? Bants here at SOR. Hashtag Archbishop uh, Banterbury. Yeah. All right, <laughs> All right, I'm very well, thank you. So apologies, Star Wars listener, for Mark's... Uh, what are we on now? Don't Nearly three-minute intro. Bit ridiculous, that. Could have got to five. Yeah. He's, he he plays a bit. He plays up a little bit on your podcast, as Mark. Let me just assure you that when we have our team meetings, he's very grumpy and very like. Oh. Play like it you've down had your twenty work. seconds. Move on. Play it down at work, mate. Yeah. This is a real. This is the real pro level. 
this is the real shit. Mm. This is the pro level, is it? Bloody hell. If this is yeah. the pro level, then, um, <laughs> well. yeah, I'm, I'm, well, yeah, let's go with that. This is the, pro, this is the major leagues, mate. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now we've started having guests on. We ain't playing softball no more. Nope. We need to sort out another guest, actually. Now that we've had a couple on, we need to keep that train going. Yeah. Who should we have on? Who should we have? George, the maker. Probably quiet. But do you know what? We, who, could, who could we realistically get to? Right? Who would like go to the opening of a crisp packet? Who does pretty much anything? That's right. Yep. Get the rock on. The ro- <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the obvious then, Anthony Daniels. But, um. Oh, well, he's the obvious one, isn't he? But get, probably get the fucking rock, mate. He does everything, that guy. He's like, oh, look at this. There's like, there's a Greg's bag in my garden and the rock two weeks later is like, this is going to be a game changing movie. It's called <laughs> the Greg's bag. It's inspired by real life events. Like they were, he makes movies out of nothing, man. He does. I can, it was really weird. I was watching, um, YouTube, some real random rubbish on YouTube. I walked in my son, he was watching what are these used to be called vines or something like that. And, uh, there's a, a popular dude that was on vine is now a YouTuber called Daz black. I think he has a Daz games channel. And, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he got sent over to do something for a rock film, like the press junket, just to interview him. He was like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to write a little sketch. And he got Kevin Hart and The Rock. Mm-hmm. So yeah, The Rock's just immediately, apparently was like, yeah, I'll do it immediately. Like, I will absolutely do that. I'll be in like your little two and a half minute fan film, whatever it is. So I, I can totally see where you're coming from. If, if we said, let's tweet him. If we say, oi, Rocky, yeah, yeah come over, have a chat. He'd be like, all right, cool. He would do. Imagine that. Imagine he that. honestly would do. He would do because, and it's, it's just the weird stuff that he does, like the weird films that he makes. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you making a film out of? Like, like what was that one that he did with the gorilla? Rampage, was it? God, yeah. what was that? It's the money, dude. He's chasing the old Yankee dollar. Yeah. I know, but come on, he's all, you know. He doesn't need it now, though, does he? <sighs> Surely. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> Mark's voice, he sounds really pissed off, genuinely. I mean, it just pisses me off because he, everything <laughs> you see is like, you know, it's, it's the biggest movie in history. Like, what? No, it's not. Like, pick what your battles, you doing man. Here? Yeah. Yeah, not because. What is he doing? Anyway, look, we digressed. Oh, John um, Cena's following his footsteps. Have you seen this? Nah, mate, you can't see him. You can't see, don't matter what he's in, you can't see him. But um, yeah, he's doing the old movies and TV now. You want to wrestle some more? Nah, a bit more money behind the camera. Yeah, do it in front of the camera, behind in front. I don't know. You do you think he's going to change his name when he gets to the point like that? He's he's fucking done everything like The Rock. He's going to change his name to just John Cena. All. <laughs> of course he is. That's uh, a new Twitter handle for him, isn't it? He's probably registered registered already, just yeah. waiting, just to be fired up and. Yeah, Got yeah. it on a backup email address. Yeah. John seen it all at gmail.com. Yeah. On net, dot net, whatever. CompuServe.net. CompuServe, AOL. Anyway, what's it been like in the week of Star Wars for you, dude? You got some new gear, didn't you? You got a new toy. Some new gear. Mm. Got a new figure. Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. Luke. I am doing. Mm-hmm. Here we are. He's gone to get it. Went home to get it. Went home to get it. <laughs> Luke, heir to the Empire. Black Good, series. 
It is very nice, yeah. I wanted it for a while. To be honest with you, dude, hold on, it's a Velcro, hold on. Yeah. Um, I've not wanted it for the figure. I'll be 100% honest with you. The figure's all right. It's not too bad. Right. But I've wanted it for the box art more than anything. I think the box yeah. art is just beautiful. Is it the book cover? Is it the book cover? Yeah, I think it is. It's, so, um, yeah. it's beautiful. It is beautiful artwork, isn't it? And it comes in like that VHS-style sized kind of vibe. Yeah, look. Yeah. Go on, that's it. Yeah. So it's yeah, beautiful. I've got this, dude. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I also ordered some um, some three and three quarter inch vintage collection figures as well. Mm. Uh, what did I get? Uh, I got these old Empire Strikes Back mm. figures. Got Han, got Leia, and a Vader. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So some new toys to stick on the shelf and never play with and never look at. So mm. awesome. Yeah. What about you? Uh, similar, actually. I got that same one as you. We talked about that, didn't we? It, it looks badass. Got it on the shelf behind yeah. me. Um, yes. Also ordered Batman some little figures. figures. Sorry, dude. You've moved your Batman figures. Oh, Just I know. They're down there now next to the old... Uh, next to that Fender Jazz there next to that. Uh, to be fair, it's a little bit in turmoil is this old area because I've got the I've got some Lego that I'm doing the A-Wing and then I've got the Batwing and then the Moss Eisley. So I'm sort of... It's a bit in flux at the minute. So I'm sort of... It's just a backup. But uh, I did order a Qui-Gon, a Phantom Menace Qui-Gon, and then a couple of the Black Series. I can't remember what I got. I'm fairly sure one of them was a Palpatine, the six-inch one. Um, yeah, it's about your, your size, isn't it? Yeah. That you go for. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah big yeah. time. I need to remember that, actually. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's going to be nice when that comes. It's on a pre-order. And then, but Qui-Gon's been shipped. Oh, nice. Yeah, Is shipped the, out. Um, Special edition card, card back. Is it like the hologram style? You what, know, the, um, the like the the computer serve one. The no, 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 no. You know, you got chip. me this. That yeah, one. that one. Yeah, look, is Contact. it on that? Yeah, oh, con. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is. The, it is on that. Yeah. Nice, dude. The Qui Gon one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like it. Yeah. yeah Where'd you get that from? Yeah. Then Forbidden Planet again. No, Star Action as normal. Oh, well, I sort of get them, I mix them up. I, some, I get them, sometimes get them from there, sometimes from Forbidden Planet. Yeah, because they're not vicious. Yeah? Nothing offensive. Good. Star Action. Good yeah. website, that, actually, genuinely, if you want to yeah, start picking up some figures. Staractionfigures.co.uk. Really good. Yeah, they're a good lot. They're a good lot. Good lot, Neil's lot. Um, right, let's get some news. We should do, shouldn't we? We've not done news for a while properly. Um, before we get to that, you, the ever-present listener, and um, just... You know the drill. Let us know what you're working on. Let us know what you're doing Star Wars-wise. Are you reading something? Are you building something? Are you playing with something? Are you watching something? Let us know. Let us know. SparkRebellion.com slash Twitter. And if you want to get involved, chuck a quid our way. We'll probably get some more action figures with it. You know, SparkRebellion.com slash Patreon. Go and get involved. We'll send you a sticker. We'll send you a sticker. Cannot wait for that. Right. Let's do... A bit of news. Our mate Charles. You know Charles? Remember Charles? Soul? You'll know him. I believe so. Yeah. He was on the radio a couple of weeks ago with us. Um, So basically all it is, he's, uh, you know, he does a lot of writing, doesn't he? Comic books, you've got your books, you you know, there's a lot of writing, a lot of writing. Um, And he's just about to write his 100th... 100th Star Wars comic, and uh, in Star Wars, and it's the, I think it's the Marvel series, Star Wars 25, he's basically just said on Twitter, got confirmation that I'm going to be going to do something really cool for my 100th comic. 
Star Wars 25. And he That's basically cool. said then, mm. going to be getting the bands back together. Don't know what that means. Um, so they've speculated on this. They've done a bit of speculating over on Jedi News saying, what's going on? Is it going to be like some all-star writers? Are we going to get a team of writers together? Is he going to bring some characters back together? Honestly, we just do not know. But it's pretty good for, for someone to write 100 comics. I mean, that's a chunk of a run, man. You know, that's nearly 10 years worth of comics right there. Um, there aren't many writers that get to that sort of milestone, I don't think. I'm, you know, I'm not even sure even people like Snyder got that far with Batman. Maybe he did. Um, but that's a heck of a lot of... Um, have a heck of a lot of Star Wars comics there, dude. Yeah, isn't it? That's yeah. a big old, uh, big old Good chunk. Run. So I think this is the um, this is the run that started back in 2020. With mm-hmm. um, so he wrote the first one. In fact, he's wrote he's written all of these. Yeah, so he's been involved in all of these. They've switched out some of the co-writers as well, but yeah, he's kind of headed up the entire thing. So they're on issue 13 at the moment. Mm-hmm. So this is 25 that's going to come up at some point. But yeah, that's a heck of a run, dude. And he's been involved in loads of other Star Wars comics as well, not just this current run, like way back, some of the other graphic novels that they did and the the earlier comic runs and stuff. So he obviously likes um, sticking in the old galaxy far, far away, doesn't he? Because a lot of writers, they tend to work on a big batch of stuff. Yeah. Like you mentioned, Scott Snyder and Capullo, they'll do like a like a big old run for a few years and then they'll bugger off and do something else and then... At some point, you know, they'll come back and maybe do the odd issue, but that's pretty much them done. Whereas Soul is, uh, yeah, he's just, he's happy to write more Star Wars, which is really good because um, anyone that's read any of his his comic issues or the graphic novels will uh, will uh, confirm that he's very good at it. So, yeah, looking forward to what's going to come for 25. Yeah, it's sort of, there's not much to the story other than it's just good that he's got that far and it's, you know, it's nice to see that happening. And I, I'm curious about what he'll do because I love... Um, I, I love picking up these runs and then binging them afterwards. I, you know, whether it's graphic novel format when they collect them up, or whether it's um, you know, just grabbing. I used to buy a lot of the the, the individuals off eBay, or just like I've done with the Batman eighty nine stuff as well, or just buy uh, you know, buy the weeklies and let them mount up. You know, I think they're they're always kind of nice. So it's when you start to see a run like this that's two years in, because issue twenty five is going to be um. You know that's going to be a good couple of years worth of comics. There, it's it, you can you can build a nice little story out of them. They're always really enjoyable when you sort of, you know, um, I suppose consume them as one big story as opposed to like a bit piecemeal when they're coming out month by month. I always find that quite tough to keep up with. You know, when you're doing it monthly, especially if you if you if you've got like two or three things on your pull list. I don't know if you find that, but I know you're a graphic novel guy, aren't you? As well, you sort of get the collected ones. Yeah, that's true. I used to be um used to be a single issue guy and. Yeah, the pull list was probably about, I don't know, seven or eight comics, maybe more a month a few years back now, which wasn't too bad. But yeah, I think you've just got to make that decision to bed in and just keep collecting them. Or you just buy the odd one and pick up the uh, the trade back or the omnibus, whatever. Yeah, I like the omnibuses these days. Mm. They're pretty cool, but expensive, but they're cool. But mind you, yeah. I guess they work out cheaper overall. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, because yeah, I think if you get what two quid, two fifty a pop, I don't know. If you know, you got a Forbidden Planet or whatever. I always, I do always find the collections really dear. The graphic novels, they can like be yeah, twenty five, thirty if, quid, can't they? Some of them. Yeah, if you if you drop three quid or three pound fifty these days on a on a single issue, and there's I don't know twenty five of them, twenty mm. twenty five. That's you know that's a fair whack across single issues. It depends, but. 
What's the other stuff that he did? Oh, Bounty Hunters, yeah. I never read that, but apparently quite good. That comic yeah, one. I never did that. Was that the recent one with the whole, you know, the between Empire and Jedi, the, you know, we've got Han Solo, War of the Bounty Hunters thing. Was that him? Uh, no, that was a that was a slightly different one. This is the um, focus on like Bosk and uh, and those right and those dudes. Yeah, there's a bit of Boba Fett in there as well. Boba oh, no, Fett. Sorry, yeah, I think your that one is the like a kind of separate run mm-hmm. alongside it, which was um yeah. I think Boba goes and captures Han in Carbonite, takes him off somewhere, like a little filling in between the films, but. That's when Kira comes back, I think, as well. I think it crosses over with the Vader comic as well. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Which makes sense. But we'll see. Well done, Charles. Uh, maybe nice, get back yeah. on the show. Um, he was up for it. So good. Good, good, good. Right, this next one, dude. Right up your street. Right up your street. You bloody love a game, don't you? I bloody love Star Wars video games. Yes, you do. Now, this one was announced nearly a month ago now, but we've not had a chance to cover it because um, we've had Boba Fett regrettably, to go through. Uh, you know, the old Respawn lot. The team behind Jedi Fallen Order, which we both loved, didn't we? You know, we, we enjoyed that one. It was uh, it was in that, I suppose, it was in that weird place, Fallen Order, where it came out just before the next gen, didn't it? So it sort of benefited from both generations of console, and it just, it still looks brilliant on the new ones, and it just moves really nicely. It plays really well. Um, but Respawn are back, and they've announced... Um, Three new games. So this is according to Jedi News. It's been all over this one, to be fair. Um, they've put a press release out, basically. There's a few people quoting there. Peter Hirschman, um, one of the directors there. Uh, Stig Asmussen, uh, Douglas Riley from, from Lucasfilm Games. Ba- basically, they've just come out and said that they're making three more games. So they're, they're carrying on the franchise. Now, what's interesting with this is um, the, the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order game they're calling this now the star wars jedi franchise according to jedi news which is interesting so who knows what will happen with that is it going to be sort of cross media um certainly feels like it's a little bit more than just like here's a game and then here's another game and here's another game it feels a little bit more um bigger pitch in there i don't know maybe i'm reading too much into that but basically that's the first one they're doing a sequel to jedi fallen order which i don't think is any surprise they're doing a strategy game which is interesting. Not entirely sure what kind of guys that will take. Maybe a little bit, I don't know, like Halo Wars, maybe, I guess. I don't know. Couldn't, I don't know. Um, and the one that interests me is FPS. Bloody love the FPS genre, and I loved uh, Battlefront 2. Really enjoyed that campaign. Um, so, yeah. So I, I suppose not that much of a surprise, but then we've got, obviously... The um, what's the other studio called that are doing um, doing the High Republic game? You know the one where the trailer came out, Eclipse. Well, Quantic Dream. That's it. That's it. Mm. So there's a good chunk of gaming on the way, dude. I mean, there's Lego. Obviously, there's a Lego Star- Skywalker Saga as well this year. Um, these games are obviously way way ahead. You know, they're, they're not coming out anytime soon, but uh, a lot to look forward to, nonetheless. Yeah, dude. Some really cool stuff, and I think. Uh Got some interesting thoughts on this one. I think these the announcement with this one is very much a look we told you so from EA. So when EA and Lucasfilm and Disney ended the exclusivity agreement for video games, they made a statement to say, don't worry, we're still going to produce Star Wars games. It's all going to be good. And everyone's like, yeah, of course you are. <laughs> you know, there's no, you haven't made any money for a little while, so you probably need to... Um, to start making some announcements, which this was. So the partnership between EA and Lucasfilm Games and so on seems to be 
relatively strong still because of these announcements. So it is cool. I mean, I like the, uh, obviously the Jedi Fallen Order 2 is a good one. So we'll see what happens with that. It might be a completely different character. So I'm hearing different rumours around it might not be Cal Kestis you play as. It might be a different a different Jedi in that one, which might be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the strategy game is going to be it's going to be fairly interesting. I haven't really got into strategy games for years. I used to play them on the PC years ago, like Age of Empires and uh, you know uh, what's the other famous? Because it Code Red. Uh, not something. sure. Never really been into that genre. Yeah. I haven't played them for years, but uh, yeah, so that's going to be fairly interesting. Might get into that one. Oh, there might be a follow-up to um, There was a really good Star Wars um, strategy game called Empire at War, I think it was. That was really good, so yeah, might be that. But yeah, the um, the the other FPS is a really interesting one, dude, because a lot of people are saying that it's probably going to be related to Battlefront 2, so not a full-on Battlefront 3, but it will be a sort of multiplayer-led campaign, you know, you know what to expect with that stuff. So that's going to be good. So loads of really cool announcements and some cool games. But I always hate this bit of the or, or playing this game because while it's great that we've got the announcements and we've got some cool Star Wars games, it can be bloody years, dude, before these even come to light. So probably 2023 at the mm-hmm. earliest for any of these games, I would say. And remember, we've got the other one coming as well from Ubisoft and Massive, which is the big open world Star Wars game. That's going mm-hmm. to drop as well at some point. And it, we're down to Lucasfilm Games to really be strategic with how they manage the launch windows for these as well. Because you don't just want to shove them all out. You want to space them out a bit to get maximum exposure and sales mm. and so on. So I reckon 2023, we'll see one of them drop. And it will probably be two a year up until 2025, I suppose. But yeah, it's great and everything, but just a few years to wait. So there's nothing else to play Star Wars until then, but... Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying, man. It's um, yeah, uh, it's a good point actually because the, there's no way they release anything you know relatively close to each other. Just because why would you? Like you said, it it, it just becomes a you know a competition with yourself, doesn't it? It's like it's why people move movie slots away from each other and so on. And it's um, yeah, it's always fascinating when you see like the announcements, as well, especially from Star Wars, when you see the movies and stuff and and just all the announcements that, that are generally made around Star Wars. And it, some of them don't come to fruition. Some of them take much longer than you think. And it, I don't know, it's, it's sort of a weird thing. But yeah, from a commercial perspective, why would you compete with yourself? So yeah, that's a great point, dude. That is a great point. Curious about that um, that FPS though, because, you know, is it, is it does it just draw from, you know, the mechanics or the idea of Battlefront 2? Or is it is it more closely related to being a sequel or a... Uh, you know, is it related via story or what? I suppose there's a little bit in that because Battlefront 2 just got, kept getting better and better, didn't it? It's still a solid game. It is, dude, yeah. And do you remember when the last Call of Duty came out? You bloody loved that, didn't you, for a couple of months? Oh, they, yeah. they were all solid, yeah. I've always loved COD. Um, you know, anything, you know, even the Halo stuff. I th- do you know the new Halo was weird? I almost wanted it to be smaller as a game, <laughs> if that makes sense. You sort of wanted a um, like sort of a break from this whole. Well, you can go and explore these fifty thousand things. I just sort of wanted it to be an old school. Here's the Halo. You go through the missions. Let's just blast out a nice campaign. No thinking. It's just sort of fun. Um, and, and I don't know. It's it, gaming's become more uh, in depth, hasn't it? They're, they're trying to eke out every last hour of gaming for you, which is certainly not a bad thing. But it just it some it gets a bit overwhelming sometimes. And how you find it, but you know. There's it just so be, much to yeah. do. 
It can be. I think it depends on the quality of the story, right, and the mm. characters and stuff, because some open-world games, they can be exhausting. Like, I remember back on the Xbox 360 and PS3 days, I remember picking up a game called Skyrim, mm. and, dude, that's just so big. It was like a sunk, I don't know, like 90 hours into it, and I was like 12% complete of the game or something, and I just thought, I'm exhausted with it. I can't be bothered. But uh, something like Assassin's Creed Origins, I just... I sunk like 150 hours into it over like a year and I never got bored of it. I just loved it in my top three or top five games. So I think it depends on the quality of the of the game and the characters. So Star Wars is obviously ripe for that stuff. So if they nail it and get it right, it could be cool. Otherwise you end up with Halo Infinite, I suppose. You just want that old school, like you said, campaign yeah. style. Yeah. It's a good point, actually. Yeah, I suppose the quality of it. Like the, um, I suppose Spider-Man was a good one with that one because it was... That was great, but it was like the, the additions and the extras and the, the DLCs were just more of the same stuff. You were beating thugs up. And there was nothing interesting. I just really got bored of that, but then loved the campaign and, you know, got that to 100% and, and, and did all the sort of side missions in the main game, but just didn't do the DLCs because it was like, oh. you know, it's, it's, yeah, you're right, man. It's weird. Maybe that's an aging thing as well. You know, maybe it's, you've got less time, so you're a bit more picky. I don't know, but yeah, curious about those. Um, It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting just to see what comes. But yeah, well, I'm sure we'll get them. And what I'll, you know, hopefully they'll be on Game Pass like the old Squadrons one was, because um, you can download it, have a smash on it. If you don't like it, you've not sunk, you know, you've not stuck sixty quid into it, have you? Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, definitely. Some of them should be on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so if it's here. Well, I don't know how to approach this one, this next one. Because it's just very good, surprising news that we didn't expect. Uh, you know, John Williams is 90 now, isn't he? Cool. <sighs> yeah. I preserve that guy. He's still bloody <laughs> at it, mate. He's been announced today that he's coming back for the Obi-Wan series. He's doing, albeit only one track or one, one I don't want to say one score, but certainly one theme from the Obi-Wan soundtrack and, 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 you know, he's not scoring the entire thing. He's doing the Obi-Wan, the actual Obi-Wan theme, you know? Um, so I don't know whether, and, and there's speculation about there out there. Again, this is Jedi news that we're, we're sort of taking it from, but it's, it's all over the internet today. Um, don't know whether he's, he's been brought back in to extend the original Obi-Wan score as in the character piece or whether he's coming in to do something else or whatever. We just, we don't quite know the details of it, but the good news is, that John Williams is coming back for the Obi-Wan TV show um, to do at least one piece of music related to the character. So whether, like I said, whether it's new or whether it's a reprisal of the old, who knows. Whichever way you cut it, this is pretty damn good news. This is amazing news. And I'm really surprised at this, man, because I thought it was a bit of a stretch that he came back and did the sequel trilogy because he was in his 80s then and I was like... Mm. You're knocking on a bit, dude, because you were saying, um, uh, uh, listener, if you don't know, Mark does a a podcast called Podcast Accelerator, which is like a, <laughs> which is, um, uh, you know, more of a sort of educational, you know, inspirational kind of podcast to get you, you know, podcasting as good as you can be. And uh, I think it was your most recent one or the one before that you were saying around, uh, you know, your sort of capacity to learn you feel like it's a little bit not as much as it was previously because of you know you're knocking you're not knocking on a bit but you know well, no, you're going to be forty this year and um and uh, you said you don't get physically tired but you know so imagine that times two 
and it? then another 10 years. That to me is just amazing that you're 90 years old and you're like, hmm, I just don't want to give up. I just, loads of people be happy just to sit in the armchair like decades before this point and just be like, yeah, another cup of tea now because this game show's on at two o'clock and I always watch it on a Thursday. And I'll have my pork pie early as well. Thank you. You're Most people job. are happy. Pork pie early. <laughs> <laughs> Most people are happy to do that in their retirement. But this yeah. dude's like, no, 90 years old. So it's almost inconceivable to me that he's still rolling. But, you know, fair play to the old dude. I don't mind saying <laughs> that he is old. Fair play to the old dude. But, yeah, man. Not just fair play to the dude. <laughs> fair play to the old bugger. Yeah, yeah, John, you old slag. How is Elaine? She left you. Oh, she had left him. Forgot Johnny. about that. George Lucas calls him Johnny, which I love. Old Johnny. Calls him old Johnny. Do you know what? Is, I uh, love uh, stuff like that. When you just got people <laughs> that are just like mega celebrities, but then they obviously know other mega celebrities and got nicknames for each other. Yeah, like slag. You're yeah. Slag. Well, yeah, that. But also like how... <laughs> Like, we have got Bants. You know, we have Bants. You can just imagine them having Bants. But no one else would have... Like, imagine having Bants with Tom Cruise. Do you know what I mean? He's sort of <laughs> someone touchable, like... You know, he comes across as a bit of an arrogant guy, you know. But sure, he's lovely, but he comes across like he's... You know, he's not shy of a bit of self-love. So, just imagine <laughs> being Tom Hanks. And just being able to go, fucking hell, Tom. Them shoes are shite. <laughs> what, what are they? Like, anyone else wouldn't be able to get away... Or Arnold Schwarzenegger, do you mind? Like, Tom, what's going on with the hair? <laughs> <laughs> you, you just, you met him for an autograph and you're like, your last movie was shit. Yeah. But I like the one before that. You'd probably get a smack in the chops or security yeah. to usher you away. But yeah, the bants between, yeah. I, the best one, dude, for me is the Stallone and Schwarzenegger one. Always. That must be the top, the top bants, mustn't it? Come yeah. on. Because they've clearly still got like a little bit of rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just slagging off each other's films, you know. The only thing is, though, I, f I do feel like, we are big Stallone fans, but back in the day, Arnie did pip him a little bit with the old size, didn't he? Oh, he we did all big time. That must sting. That must sting yeah. for old Stallone. Yeah. Well, it's like the old, in Twins, they always used to like back and forth with each other, didn't they, in different films? You see it in Twins and he's looking at a picture of Rambo, Julius in Twins, and he like <laughs> look, looks, at it, looks at his own arm and he's like, pfft. Yeah. <laughs> who's this guy <laughs> I love that man that's brilliant and then in the Expendables isn't it? he brings him in yeah and then he walks off what's his problem oh, he wants to be president like a yeah. little dig at his political career like the two of them just banting off brilliant I like that like it's sort of I think it's that sign of a little bit of mellow old age as well like back in the 80s they were both in the 40s or whatever and just you know really fighting for it and now they're like we both made our money we both did alright you know, they've both got iconic characters and done what they wanted to do. And uh, now they can just have a bit of bounce with it. But yeah, anyone else did like, you know, see Annie riding around Santa Monica on his bike and you're like, you want to be president, you and you just slam. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Face slam. And then just <laughs> as he's riding off, you just hear him to his bodyguard, like the pavement was his enemy. You're like, yes. right. And still using that one. Are we? Dick. Classic line. In yep. it. But I just love the idea, man. So yeah, back to George <laughs> and John. You can just imagine it, like George Lucas getting a bit protective. I think I'm going to change uh, some of the special editions. And just, you can just imagine John Williams like, again, come on, mate, leave it out. Haven't we had this before? Yeah, told you last time, didn't I? Idiot. 
He went was ahead, went to let him anyway. go. Yeah. You gotta do some, uh, need some music. Uh, need some CGI. Yeah, and he's like, oh, all right then. I'll get the symphony orchestra on standby, shall I, when you decide you're going to do it. All right, no worries. Phil. Linda, get the kettle on. <laughs> George is on the phone. Oh, what's he doing? Not more CGI, is it? It bloody is. He just puts the phone down and comes back every couple of minutes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and puts it down. <laughs> yeah, he's nipped off, listening to a bit of Anne Zimmer in the background. Keeps nipping back. He's like, yeah, no, that sounds good, that George. Yeah. <laughs> And then I also imagine as well, because it's John Williams, like he, he puts people on hold, but it's his own music playing. <laughs> <laughs> Won't play anything else. And like, maybe that's his sort of thing. Whereas you are, if you work for John Williams and you accidentally put on like Hans Zimmer or Sylvester or something as the whole music, it, that's it. That's the one thing. That's the one thing that you can't do. Hello, the Williams household. Hey, is John there, please? Yeah, I'll put you on. Back to the Future comes on. John jumps on the phone. Tell you what, John, that Back to the Future theme still got it. <laughs> you upset Johnny again. Oh, no. Ripping the phone out of the wall at the other end, fucking throwing it at his double bass or whatever, you know what I mean? I Slapping the people with his baton. <laughs> his ring doorbell's the Force theme, isn't it? From Star Wars, or the little Jawa theme or something. Yeah, and you're not allowed to answer the door until all four minutes has played. <laughs> It's cold out here, man. Come on. Yeah. You do let not cut off John Williams. Just let him wait. Let him wait. <laughs> he's fine. He knows where he's come. He can wait. He can wait. Anyway, so John Williams is back. <laughs> here he is. Him and his bloody ring doorbell. Um, right. <laughs> that was good. That was a digression. Uh, you know, we like a book as well, don't we? Saw this yesterday. Um, new book. I, you remember Kristen Baver? who did um, that Skywalker biography book, Family mm -hmm. at War. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Um, her and a few other people, Jason Fry, Cole Halton, Amy Richard, Clayton Sandell, um, are publishing one of these coffee table books called Star Wars Timelines. One of these things that's out of date after like a year and a half. Um, and it, it, I think it's the first book of its type in the new canon where it describes all the timelines up to now. So it's a big, you know, it's a big beast. Um, and it, it's, it's, I've ordered it. I won't lie to you, you know, due diligence for the show. Um, I might cancel it. It's not out till December, I think or November, but it's, it's just, it's one of those books, you know, like they do like the ultimate encyclopedia of DC comics or they'll do like, you know, what are vehicles of star Wars or whatever. one of those coffee table style books. Um, that is going to be out of date very quickly. So I don't know what to make of it, to be honest. Like I said, I might cancel the pre-order because that, that Family at War book was all right, but it wasn't great. It was all right, wasn't it? Yeah. It was okay. Wasn't it just really a, a retelling of what happened in the films, but then they just had a few little bits in there? Yeah. And that was it. Pretty much, wasn't it? If I remember, yeah. So how much is it on pre-order then? 35 quid, dude. Yeah, it's not a cheap one. No, just wait until this is on sale in WH Smith. It'll be like a tenner or a fiver in Smith, so like a Christmas or whatever. I agree. Yeah. That's uh, <sighs> pretty neat, I, I suppose. I mean, it's marketed as the um, uh, Star Wars timelines from the time before the High Republic to the fall of the First Order. So you're right, it does span a, a hefty amount of um, Star Wars timeline stuff. But uh, the other point you make is very valid, isn't it? It will be out of date, dude, within... 
a few months, I think. Because I think they take into account the TV stuff, do they? Yeah. They must do. Yeah. So it'll be out of date, won't it? But fairly good, though. I mean, that's the whole point of these coffee table books, I suppose. You just plop it down, read it for a bit. And then it goes to the charity shop a few years thereafter. Who knows? Well, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. And it's one of those that, you know, you get it in book warehouse, you know, at Christmas 2024. It's one of those, isn't it, that it's just, you get it for a fiver. Mm-hmm. Do yep. you know what? Cancel the pre-order, guys. Yeah, smart move. Save Doing it now. Some money. That 35 quid will buy a couple of little kick-ass figures mm. for the shelf. Right. Cancellation reason. Um, uh, other. Not happy with how Grogu is not colour graded on the cover <laughs> with the other characters. Thank <laughs> he you. did there. Oh, good <laughs> luck. Good luck. He has done. He went there. Yeah, it is a bit weird, actually. Work. Yeah, around the ears and stuff. Not good. No, it's not, not is it? Good. No. I'm just, yeah, they've. Oh, yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. And look okay. at that Kylo Ren lightsaber. Yeah, it looks bad, doesn't it? That's not great, is it? Little Jimmy, he's just done his course in high school for PowerPoint. <laughs> you can knock this up, can't you? Yeah. Got his first cover. He's got his first cover. Now it's um it's a weird one, man. Like I said, it's um so, I was thinking this yesterday when I when I <laughs> when I did pre-order it. Like there are so many Star Wars books coming out at the minute. It's every two week, man. Yeah, well, it's a big old franchise, isn't it, dude? There's always something rocking and rolling. And this is the, the what you just said there is actually what kept everybody alive during the quote unquote dark times. So before, uh, so in between the original trilogy and the prequels, there was nothing. It was just the books that kept the franchise rocking and rolling. So mm-hmm. the problem is, though, as we know, it's just sometimes there's too much choice. There's, I don't know, you've got to pick your, pick your moments with these books. Unless it's like a, you know, like a trilogy, you have to completely like the Thrawn stuff. But these ones, dude, yeah, save the old cash, pick it up cheaper. Yeah. All right. Might bloody after. Fine. Mm. You got me. You got me. Now, moving on to the movies. Um, Inverse has done this sort of. I don't. It, I, it's not a report. I don't think. Um, it's more like uh, you know this. That Inverse have got this habit of taking something completely random and like making out that it's sort of gonna be newsworthy kind of stuff. Um, and sort of lynching to these really tiny tenuous details and making out that they're they're something legit. I'm saying that really more to say that it's not us saying this. This is (laughs) inverse.com, right? So the title is New Star Wars Movie Leak Could Change the Jedi Forever. Will the Jedi ever ever be aspirational again? Um, The reason that we're talking about this is because the the, the entire essence of this posits that 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 whole attachment thing that you and I spoke about last week and you know we were just saying this fucking stupid. Like, surely Luke's got to learn from everyone else's mistakes. And actually, you know, it's sort of a bit grey because Ahsoka did have attachments, and she was all right. And then you know, blah 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 blah. So basically, this entire um, challenge of the attachment in the Jedi side of things. Um, they're saying that that is sort of the crux of the next set of movies that will change the rules of the Jedi. And it goes on to talk about the fact that um, in the unused Duel of the Fates script, Ray was sort of going to be. Um, Towing that line, you know, having a relationship with Poe, but actually 
didn't really go down that path because of the old Jedi attachment problem and then sort of coming round, having been talked into it maybe being all right by Leia and just, I, I don't know. I don't know really where to go with this. It's not a bit, it's not really reporting. It's just, I thought it was interesting because we talked about it last week. Um, and it just seems that other people have noticed it as well. I think that's probably the, I think that's probably why it's on here. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, dude. Um, when I saw this, when you added it to the, to the list, I thought, oh, that's a quinkadink because we'd spoken about this very thing before. And it's that, um, and we've joked about it a couple of times about, you know, uh, Sith dealing in absolutes. And it's a bit of a plot hole because the Jedi also have, you know, that kind of thing going on with attachments and whatnot. So it's interesting that uh, other people have noticed it as well and have latched onto it a little bit. But one thing I do struggle with, with this particular rumor or whisper, as they put it uh, over at inverse.com, is that I fail to see how this would be the anchor for an entire trilogy of films to be based off of. That's my only thing. I can see it as being a bit of a an inclusion to the storyline, as in if they do set this as a, a brand new trilogy set hundreds of years in, into the future, or if they go down the Dawn of the Jedi route and set it like way, way, way before, either which either end they choose to go with. It, it it feels like there are better things to anchor your story on. And I think this might be just a little, one of those nuances like, oh, okay, the Jedi weren't always like this or they were like that or whatever. So I think there's a little bit of weight to it, only a tiny bit, but I don't think it's enough to make a, uh, even one film just about that one particular subject, dude. It's one of those weird little Chinese whispers, I suppose. Yeah, I agree. I, I just feel like, Inverse, like I said before, takes this sort of stuff and does that with it. And that's not a bad thing. We've got to all, you know, we've got to make our bread and they're a, they're a, they're a, a written word content sites, obviously. And, it, you know, I just feel like sometimes it's the Mike Zero of written word, you know? Sometimes, um, yeah. But I, like I said, I just thought it was fascinating because it came up last week and it, 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 I thought it was interesting they'd picked that. Um, so maybe, like you said, I mean, there's absolutely no way that could be the linchpin of an entire trilogy, but... Don't know, maybe it's got some legs when it comes to Luke's change and, you know, the way we see him in Last Jedi versus Mando and uh, Return of the Jedi and, you know, because he's only learned from Luke, uh, sorry, from Ben and, and Yoda. And we, we don't know what Ahsoka's told him and, you know, what she, I don't know, it, it just fascinates me, dude, but you're right, it's certainly not a bloody trilogy, is it? It's not a trilogy at all. Not at all, man. No, and if it was a trilogy based on that, it'd be pretty bloody boring as well. <laughs> Because it would be like a soap opera. It would be more around the, the relationships that the Jedi have or do not have with other people. And that would be a bit of a sitcom-y, yeah, you know, that kind of rom-com-y kind of thing. Which is okay. You have that kind of interjected, I suppose, throughout Star Wars of Han and Leia and some other people. But you don't want the whole thing to be around, you know, somebody moping over, not being able to be with somebody. And, you know, you leave that to, uh, we'll leave that to Star Trek. Moping. <laughs> Anakin, moping. Moping. You know that moping again, lad. Come on. Get <laughs> out. Get out. Right. Well, look, let's go back to original trilogy. All right. Let's go back to original trilogy to wrap up. I used to watch um, Star Wars just on, it was on TV all the time, wasn't it, when we were a kid? You know what I mean? It was like at Christmas and then it'd be on again in summer and they were always on Return of the Jedi. I always seemed to be on more than any of the others, which was really weird. Um, but 
we also used to have like VHS tapes and all sorts of stuff. We just, I mean, you'd just have, you'd, they'd just be knocking around, wouldn't they? You wouldn't think anything of them. Um, you know, we, we, the amount of stuff that we probably had as youths that are now fetching a fortune is insane. And this is another prime example, dude. Um, the original Star Wars VHS. VHS. One's been, well, one's shown up, basically, um, on, on, on a, a, you know, an auction site, and it's just, it's going for such a crazy amount, all right? It's going for such a crazy amount. It's, um, in fact, have you read this? Are you going to, do you want to guess? I was going to say, do you want to guess how much it's going for, but if you read it, it's game over, but we can pretend. Do you want to, like, you could just have a pretend guess? All right, I'll pretend. Go on. Um, has it gone for approximately $5,000? No, higher. Higher. A hundred thousand dollars. No. No? Um, less. Fifty thousand. Higher. Seventy-five thousand. Oh. It's down, down from that. Seventy-four thousand. Wow, we're gonna be a while, aren't we? Seventy-two thousand? Uh sixty thousand, is it? <laughs> oh, wow, that that's amazing. How did you get Whoa. to that? Wow. Yeah, it's expected to go for a whopping sixty thousand dollars according to giant freaking robots. Um so yeah, That's Golden up. is uh, they're selling it, and it says this is according to Giant Freaking Robot. The copy includes a grey tape head, first edition stereo only red label, a 1984 sleeve, and a first edition CBS Fox watermark. Um, there's a couple of others for sale as well, but uh, you know, not not for that price. So, it, dude, it's insane. This is a this is sort of nuts, but at the same time, sort of not. Um, yeah, it's completely nuts. I mean, I don't know why it's suddenly gone for, for that amount of money. I think, uh, it's just not the sort of thing that you typically see at auction. Normally with Star Wars auctions and things that go for crazy money, mm. it's normally like a prop from the original trilogy or something like that, or, um, like a retro action figure, like the old prototype Boba Fett rocket firing thing that often goes for, I don't know, 15 grand and stuff like that. You, just, you very rarely see VHS tapes go for for this much at all. So I, I'm interested to find out why all of a sudden there's a there's a huge uptake for VHSs. I mean, I guess the fact that it's unopened is a big one um, mm-hmm. because I, you'd very rarely find any VHSs these days anywhere in the world that are boxed and un, unopened and stuff. So maybe that's the maybe that's the main pull of this, but. I don't know, man. That's a lot of money for a VHS. I mean, it's a lot of money for anything, but for a VHS, that's like, I don't know. Who would buy that anyway? Why would you buy it and not be able to watch it? Because as soon as you open it, yeah. game over on the value. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? And at the, the, there's a good point on, on, the, on the site, which is that a lot of people buy these things because it's, um, it's the only way to watch the unaltered version these days, which is, I suppose that's fair <laughs> logic. <laughs> 60 grand to I know, just that's download the, thing. the Harmy version. There's loads of them online. Like That's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> so what, that's that's the point, isn't it? Why is this one 60 grand? Mm. Yeah. Because you can, cause that's been a thing for years now. Uh, if you go to originaltrilogy.com mm. and go onto the forum there, there's like links to, I don't know, 15 different types of fan restorations that are really popular these days where you can watch all that stuff for free. Uh, so why you would spend 60 grand to open it and watch it terrible quality I've no idea but I don't know I suppose it's a I, oh, I don't know dude if you had like 10 million quid in the bank and you just wanted to blow something 
you know, just as a bit of a whimsical, yeah, I'm bored, fancy blowing some money on something Star Wars, then why not? But everyday folk, that's a, an expensive way to watch the unedited version. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's got to be the combination, hasn't it? It's got to be the collectability of it, the fact that, like you say, unopened, it's, it's vintage. And I think it's, you know... Guys of our age that come into a, a you know, a, a, the, the, like, like with video games, you know, we can now afford to spend 60 quid on a video game where when we were kids, we probably couldn't, you know, it, it's that sort of scenario, but 10x. But I mean, the, it, there, there's better Star Wars things to spunk 60 grand on. Mm. Oh, Defo. Yeah. Defo, man. But the cover is cool, though. And I can see the little red triangle. Yeah. It's the, it used to be the old hi fi stereo yeah. sound sort of thing on VHSs, which is kind of cool if you're old enough. To remember the VHS tapes and those little quirky USPs, apparently. You know, mm. some of them are in better stereo than other stereo <laughs> VHSs, however that would work. But I don't know. It's, it would be kind of cool. Just don't let it, don't let the kids get hold of it. That's no. the one thing. Because then they, that would be backhander territory, for sure. Don't tape over it. <laughs> Put a bit of tape over the bit in the corner. <laughs> Tell remember topics. those days. Yeah. <sighs> Right, so we're not having that then. Uh, I don't know. If it comes up again for 50 grand instead of 60 maybe, but not 60. No. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> not a mug, come on. Why would I spend that? No, 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 I get it, man, I get it. But if you do want it, it's over on the Golden site. Go and take a look. Um, all right, dude, let's stick a pin in. That has been Sparker Rebellion 144. Good to get back to some news. Bit of a weird news week, really, right? Not that much going on. Um, you know, no major, major stories. So just a... Bit, a bit of a summarisation, really, catching up after um, the, the Boba Fett fest over the last few weeks. But always good to chat, my man. Really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep. Uh, it's all. Be- I need this, man. I need it. I need to be able to talk to somebody about Star Wars because, yeah, my wife's not really into Star Wars that much. Divorce. She can wax lyrical and she knows the stuff and she can hold her own, but she doesn't want to talk about it for longer than a minute, so... Yeah, need it. But yeah, thank you very much, dude. It's been it's been cool to chat about some of the news and whatnot. I assume as we go into twenty twenty two, we're gonna have some plenty. Uh, gonna go through plenty of decent news around the Disney Plus stuff and and all that. Even if they are putting their their subscription price up to eighty pounds, which didn't impress me. But we'll uh, talk about that another day. But yes, until next until next week, dude, and our dear Star Wars listener, have a good one. Take care of yourself, and may the force be with you always.